Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Doc Alan Snyder, here with my boy, Zach Mean and Green Elias. What's up, Zach? Green, what's happening? Doc, that's <laughs> Dr. Zach, as you'll see my uh, name tag over there. I, I can be a fake doctor, too. What a douchebag! I'm actually a doctor, and you just write on there. I actually took the doctor away this time to try to be a little more civil, and you got to start something with me. I do. I'm going to have fake credentials in the back soon. I'll have a whole office and a, a white coat. That's all you really need. Then I might get white coats syndrome. You know what that is? White coats syndrome? Yeah, that's like when you go to the doctor and your heart rate goes up and your blood pressure gets higher because people get afraid. Fear of the doctor. It's white coat syndrome. That's what they call it. It's a, it's a thing. I don't like when they, anything with needles. Like if they tell me to like doing a shot or taking blood, I will always you pass out. No, I, I man up a little more than that, but I'll tell the doctor to count to three, but go on two. I don't know <laughs> One, two. Oh, he did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they me every time. Oh, you're crazy. Anyways, we're going to do another episode. We're doing a live one on Facebook. So anybody who's watching live, we appreciate the comments. I love my girl, Erin, even though she thinks you're funnier than I am. I guess that's what she's saying. It's actually Arian. I said that wrong. See, that's why she doesn't like you. <laughs> People who are watching this on Facebook, because a lot of people watch after the fact, make sure you check out our Facebook page, Booze Your Daddy, and download the podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. I even put that at the bottom there. Comments are welcome. We're doing a live thing. The first episode, we had so many people interacting with us. This last time, it was just more like chat amongst yourselves here. Although, Ron Katz, P for Pterodactyl. Like, that was fantastic. That was, that was good. And I heard his episode, Sneaky Funny Ron Katz. Right? He's, like, so he's Why is he Ron Katz? cats he's not just ron he it's like flows together it's ron cats it's like one name it's like the anti-share madonna he is two names for days dude ron it's funny cats. you say that because him and i have an inside joke about his brother barry cats <laughs> whatever oh my god i swear to god i will disconnect <laughs> right now if you start collecting my english but no his brother's barry cats and he's always very much like oh barry cats it feels like a slimier ron cats right absolutely he's like the shady lawyer you go to uh, who's the name of barry cats got me off man big charges the two weeks, Barry Katz. That was good. Dude, that episode last time, I ended up going back and kind of looking up some other funny, you know, letter things that we found. Best one that was out there, because there was like mnemonic, you know, but that's also with the P. G as in gnaw made me laugh out loud. <laughs> That's, That's good. pretty good. Yeah, I, I really hope service guy. I'm, I'm messing with them. They're going to be all silent letters. Oh my god, that would be so good. I mean, a lot of them were more like in the middle type of thing, but I don't know. It, I thought it was pretty good. Tonight's episode is sponsored by nobody because we don't do sponsors. We're here to have fun. We're here to have some laughs. That being said, we're in the middle of a Ravens game, as my sister is pointing out. And before the show, you asked me what I'm wearing tonight. So to let everybody know, Baltimore Ravens, where we're probably not making the playoffs this year, which is okay. I mean, I know my fantasy teams aren't making the playoffs, but you asked me what jersey I was wearing, and I wanted to wait till the show to tell you, but this is a Marquise Brown, otherwise known as... Hollywood Brown? Hollywood Brown, very good. Were you what? asking me, or did like you just cut out there, because you're like mouthing things? I was testing you, Zach. Okay. But the joke is, one of my buddies has an inside joke where he always goes, they need to take Hollywood out of his nickname. He is not good, and he had one little good week last year, but my one buddy makes this joke where he goes, we need to start calling him Ellicott City Brown. But to translate that to you, imagine if somebody was like Marquise Manhattan Brown. And you're like, oh, yeah, Manhattan, great city. It would be like calling him like we need to change it to just like Inwood, like Marquise Inwood Brown. I mean, he is not good. Literally everyone from Inwood, all of our thousands of listeners are going to come down and kick your ass. It's a quick train ride. Dude, I have a story for you later about getting my ass kicked. Almost. 
No, Upper West Side. Sir, yeah. I'm thirsty. Are you thirsty? Absolutely. You finally my, waited? Do you wait? Yeah, I waited last time too. I don't I don't blow my load three times in a row. Like quickly. Oh, I, such I, a schmeckle. Go on. What are you drinking, Zach? Am I saying Sam Adams that I that are now brighter and easier drinking and they've been remastered with the camera? I don't know. I fell for the advertising for a beer I've had four billion times. It's bananas. Wasn't it remastered last time? Yeah, it's the same six pack. I'm the only one with house that drinks. I'm not going through six in a week necessarily. It's a little bit of a pandemic. At least, at least somebody on here has a six pack. Oh yeah, I've got a keg that I do have service with a grunt. Oh, well, I am. I didn't hear you crack. I did mine. I got for you. You haven't asked me what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? You're pontificating. You're going on about God knows what. Just show it to us already. All right, Zach. Let's do mine. Let's see yours. <laughs> Uh, I, I was in Hoboken this past week. I've been getting I dental work, which feels like all year, but there's a great beer store there. I stopped by and I picked up something that I thought that you would really appreciate. It is called Hadouken IPA. <laughs> How great is this little guy who is, Honestly, looks like a much older version of Ryu about to have a you beer? You did have a, like, what was your superpower be? And Hadouken is pretty high on my list. Like I would do others like flying and teleport, but but if you gave me a top ten, the Hadouken would be on there. It's so good. Like it has a little life bar, and then the words are written in that video game font. I said I have to get this because I, I think I exactly. I hope really you open it. Blue fire comes out. All right, buddy. Cheers, yeah. Yamas. Cheers. Release the Kraken. Mm-hmm. Yamas. Yo, yoga fire. Awesome. Oh, well, actually, not bad. Pretty good IPA. Craft IPA. Okay, I like it. It's good. How were you at Street Fighter? You got some skills? Or you were just too, a few years too young. You were more of a like better video games. I was good. I had it on Super Nintendo. You know, my friends would come over and we'd do the all-night thing where we would play Street Fighter a lot. Although, I have to be honest, I was best with Chun-Li, but that feels like a bitch move, right? Very much so. With the foot? It's like the E-Honda with the hand. Yep, 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 yep. I was decent at Street Fighter. I will take anyone with any character in Mortal Kombat 2. Just like, you can hit me down to the last bar and I'll still beat you. I was nasty. Get over here. Yeah, it was good. Good Um, for you, man. That was my my, my game. So I guess you're not watching this Ravens game, which is okay. I had my fill of football for, for this week. I'm in a big money knockout pool. With two of my other friends who have since been eliminated, like we, we do, we each go in for two entries. We're down. You're to not. Goal. You're still. You're still living, right? I'm still living. But I had the Raiders and the Vikings this week, and literally both came down to the last second. Oh, I texted where? my wife who was out. It's over. Both myself and my buddy are knocked out. Like the Jets won. I couldn't. I'm a Jet fan. I'm rooting against them, so it's horrible. How's but, your butthole? Was it like? It was singing opera. It was gaping. What do you mean? How was it like this? I was like <laughs> dying here. Um, anyway, but that could have been just, you know, something else. And then like the Raiders won and then the Vikings held on in overtime. And I was just like having a coronary. I was got to call a real doctor, not us. Not us. Not, not you, certainly, with the made-up doctor. Something really funny happened that was so good. But watching the pregame, you know, as I was getting ready for this, they did, because, you know, tonight is supposed to be the big Des Bryant returns to Dallas for the first time. And yeah. they did this whole piece where he sat down with Tony Gonzalez, and they were talking about so many different things, his upbringing, his college, right before the, they, they do the whole piece. And, oh, we can't wait to see him again. They bring on the little Jay Glazer. Jewish. Unfortunately, Des Bryant will not be playing tonight due to a positive COVID-19 test. Oh, yeah. He's definitely slow. That's like, that is great. How funny <laughs> is that, though? Pretty funny. Speaking of Tony Gonzalez, isn't Jeff Bezos dating his ex-wife? Good for like, him. How do you get Tony Gonzalez a sloppy seconds? His sponsor must be huge. Bezos is like a five foot three Jew. He's rich, but can't Bezos buy everything. Is Jewish? 
What? I think Bezos he is. is not Jewish. I think he is. Get out of here. I think he's like Sephardic. But either way, you can't buy everything. You can't buy a hog like Tony Gonzalez, I'm sure, is working with. Julia, fact check that for us. Jeff Bezos, You're Jewish. You're on that. That'll come up Jeff any Bezos, second Jeff Bezos, Schmeckle. Same thing will come up. Same article will come up. <laughs> Speaking of Jewish, you know, one of our other listeners came in. I think it actually was Ron. He said, is Zach Jewish? He and can I double check me if he wants to. I was like, are you serious? He is the Jewiest person I know. Oh, you can double check me, you know, the old fashioned way. Zach, growing up on the Upper West Side, yeah. being a Jew, it must have yeah. been it must have been hell of a thing for you, right? I mean, it was a thing. We all were. <laughs> I meant to ask you a question weeks ago. Sister Allison, funny. Oh, really? She, it's like the one line she knows from that song. And she nailed it. Just uh, OJ Simpson, not a Jew. Allison, next line of the song, get ready, because this is good. She is like, all the players, hullaboo. But here's who is Hall of Famer, Rod Carew. Yeah, th- thanks, Zach. We know you know it. So oh, how do I know it? I, w- I, was going around, I was going around the reservoir the other day, and I always like when I get to the east side, you kind of look back and you see the El Dorado, and you see the big towers, and there was a storm brewing right above it. And immediately I'm like, it was this Ghostbusters tonight? Like, what's going to happen? And I, I took Probably a picture. A church in my town. I took a picture. I posted it on the Instagram, Booze Your Daddy, B-O-O-S-Y-O-U-R-D-D-Y, for anybody Shameless. who wants to check it out. Shameless plug. Julia with the I don't think he's Jewish. You Thank not? you, Julia. Google or don't. You don't have to think. It's Google. Don't hurt yourself, kid. I was curious because of that for you growing up. How big was that? Did anybody go do scenes? Did anybody go do dances? Like going to the El Dorado, was that a thing where you're like, oh my God, like that's Ghostbusters? Nobody did that. We didn't care. It's part of me living, growing up, forgetting Jewish, growing up in New York is, is not caring when you see celebs or not caring that there's a building there. That's for tourists. That's really? for like you. I could care less. I've walked by celebs all the time. They should be all, they should be asking me for an autograph. <laughs> I am a doctor. No, it's you. You don't uh, ask for autographs unless you. you not an you, autograph. It was just more of like, like I, I was curious because you were dancing on the Joker stairs and getting mugged. If you all right, that's where I was going with this because you know people have been going up to the Bronx to the Joker stairs and just getting killed because it's ridiculous up there. Yeah. So I was curious if you ever went up to like all right if if that's not a thing for you that is totally fine. It is not a thing for me. I, I don't necessarily care what was shot where, everything was shot somewhere. Uh, I do remember when I was young, like 1985, at the end of, have you seen Romancing the Stone? What? It's fantastic. Okay. Nevertheless, it's good. There's a scene at the end where, in takes place in Manhattan, a giant sailboat comes outside of the, the woman's, Kathleen Turner's apartment. And that was diagonal from my building. And for like two weeks, there was a gigantic sailboat just like sitting there. That was cool. That, that I remember was like a little kid liking. Other than that, filming is annoying as hell. Uh, although I did used to steal food on the way back from high school from Keeping the Faith that was filmed in the church across the street from me, the Ben Stiller, Ed Norton. That was ben, oh, yeah. Do you know where Ed Norton's from? I hope not, Baltimore. He's from Columbia, Maryland. There you go. Spent a month there one night. Um I don't know. Uh, yeah, so like little things like that, but I, I, I don't get impressed when I see like, hey, there's the Ghostbusters fire hat. Okay, all right. I was just, it was just a question. All right, geez. Well, like, there's the orange couch from The Wire. That I'd be into. If I went down to Baltimore, you could give me the whole tour. Yeah. As Amanda jumps on the call, I just want to let Amanda know that Zach tried to put in all these abbreviations and all these letters and he went, he's like, I didn't even know what MPH stands for. I'm like, yeah, they wouldn't let me do more than 50 characters, but I put literally every designation for a, a doctor. It was funny for like a second. I was like, Samanda has an MPH. I mean, that that's a thing. So do you help the public? Does she help the public? I shouldn't be addressing her as you as a commenter. She definitely does. She's good people. She's much better people than I am. Well, that's a slow bar. All right, <laughs> I mean, exactly. she's a, she could be a three because she's like, you're a two and I'm probably like a minus. Terrible. Something. 
All right, buddy. Well, being that this is right around the holidays, this episode is going to come out pretty close to when we're actually doing it. I'm calling this the Hanukkah episode, knowing how festive you are and how much you love the holidays. I don't mind the holidays. I will don my gay apparel. Just means happy. I'm curious, like, how high was Hanukkah for you growing up? Was it something you look forward to or you just like, did you do, my big question is, did you do eight presents? Or are you like, all right, can I just get one big one? Or the fact that you had a mommy and a daddy that didn't live together, you got 16 presents. Oh, I got, well, no, they, they my mom would try to one up my dad usually, but I no, I got more than just the eight because also you get grandparents day and, and whatever else shows up. But my mom would try to, we'd try to stagger it. Like you'd get a good one for your first one and you get a, Big one for your last one, and then like shit in between. Like night six is like underwear, socks. But like night one is a Nintendo, and and night eight is I don't know a cat or whatever else. You whatever was big at the time. It was big in '88, Mets paraphernalia or something. But like yeah, those middle nights get real lean. Yeah. What do you do for your daughter? Nothing. What do you do for her? So we, it, it, non-COVID years is a lot easier because since my parents are divorced, there's two. Then you got my wife's parents. There's a third grandparent so we're only on the hook for like five nights pretty easy so yeah we usually will do get her a big present i'm sure it's somewhere in the house i didn't care enough to ask what we're giving her I'm, i like to be surprised as she is um <laughs> look what i that's what we do it anytime that my mother needs a present my sister will call me for just for anything not even just hanukkah and she'll say i'm gonna buy mom and she usually names something and i'm like send me a venmo request for how much it is exactly. and then my mother always my mother gets the present and she calls me to thank me and she goes alan this present was really really sweet i said that's amazing what did i get you no you gotta let it happen organically oh yeah i thought you'd like it i really i, I put a lot of heart and soul and thinking into it ha- let me know when the first time you use it you know like send me a picture no, I'm not going to get a player. My sister is so much more into that, and that's why it's great to have her around. Do you guys decorate? No, there's no like decorations. We like the menorah. We have multiple menorahs, although the one that I have is like this Art Deco one that my mom claims is hers, and we're fight- fighting over it. Uh, when we moved, when I moved out, I things of hers showed up in my house, and now they're from my cold dead hand. She can have it back. We have I'm not like, crying. You're, you're crying. Yeah. It's my like, my menorah. Yeah, exactly. We have like a, a turkey fork from the '50s. Apparently, I have a red wrench that both of my parents claim are there is is theirs from the '70s. Things just show up here. Yeah, I don't know. I got the wrench in the divorce. So we got the screwdriver. Yeah, my dad's side somewhere. Do you have, like, I don't have a proper toolkit. I just have, like, a a loose hammer here and a screwdriver there. And as long as it's a plus, then I'm good. But if it's one of those minuses, I can't do it. No, I've got several toolkits. When we moved into our first apartment, Jenna and I, there was we bought it from a nice elderly Jewish lesbian couple who had two toolkits that they left there. So done. Then when we moved into this one, a friend of mine gave us a toolkit, all pink tools. So I have that too for me. Just like oh, give that to Zoe. Why are you even using that? No, anymore? it's a legit toolkit. It's not like a kid's one. It's like a real one, but they're pink, so that I look a little, uh, you know, pretty when I use it. But the whatever, the tools work. They're good. It's quality. Yeah. And I got you know a wrench from the seventies. Speaking we don't decorate, but we, we do the menorah. But yeah, what it. do you do? Decorate? Are you a no? Decorate? I I don't decorate. You know, my sister just put up for the first time this big blue and white Christmas tree. We're like. Yeah. Dude, what do you want from me? Like, it's this massive Hanukkah tree. It's not even a bush. Hanukkah bush. It is, I guess. I, oh, I've always wanted this. And I'm, I'm like, it looks very goyish to me. I'm not sure it what it's about. very goyish. Right. And Ju- okay. Julia has this massive tree that she put up. Or, you know, we've been collecting ornaments. You're going to take the massive bush. No. 
we have these different uh, ornaments from the places that we've gone and I get it. I don't understand why women love decorating so much more than men do. Like do when a woman decorates something, is that the same thing? Like when men pee in the snow, like, do they get that feeling? I don't know about peeing in the snow, but definitely when you go to the bar with the ice and the urinal, I love that. That should be everywhere. Do you know why they do that? To give you something to do. No, but if you need something to do, there's a bar in Hoboken. It's called Mulligan's. It's a big soccer bar. Yes. That, uh, yeah, Hoboken. definitely passed. I used to live there. In the men's urinals, they have like glued to the urinal a little soccer goal with a ball that hangs down, and you basically just aim for the ball the whole time. The Dude, first time I go with being and trying to be a game, I love it. Right? I mean, that's what they say. That's how you're, you don't have a, a boy, but the way you potty train a little boy is you put cheerios in the toilet and you tell them to aim and that's how they do it that's how you that's potty train your favorite boy. game right after this i'm dumping some cheerios in the toilet i'm having at it <laughs> but no i go to the bar the first time and i see it and you know you start peeing and then you're like oh i probably will aim for the soccer ball and then the next thing that you know i get back to the like the bar i'm sitting with my friends i said so uh that soccer ball thing do you guys also do that and timmy's like the whole time that's all i do i only want to go to the bar well, but not every urinal has it. And he goes, I will only take a urinal that has the soccer That's ball amazing. that you can aim. It's a lot of fun. But I guess the point I'm making is like, peeing in the snow is great. And you can do it over and over again. You write your name, you do your thing. But women love decorating stuff. And I just don't get it. You know, my wife does not have the, that, that need to festoon. She'll just go through the motions. I, I have, my sisters like to do it. I, I'm not into, you have to tape yeah. it up and it never comes down. It, it's up there for days. You know, I know you're not a, a TikToker by any stretch. And I, I, I haven't, I, I've been making some videos and posting them here or there. And it's Plus been fun. One of the things that I've saw, and I, I gotta be real, I'm gonna tread very lightly here, but one of the crazes that has been going on is people have been making these videos where they, they want you to say what they are. So I'll give you an example. So obviously, you know, Elf on a Shelf, and then there's Mench on a Bench. People have been making all these other ones. Like, I hate when Jews steal their thing. Hanukkah Bush, Mench on a Bench. They let them do them. Wait, when Team Israel... For the baseball world classic, the mascot was the mensch on the bench. That was fantastic. No. Did you not see that? I saw it. It's not, it's theirs. They can have theirs. They're not stealing our menorah or our dreidels, and they're not making red and white ones. They do them, we'll do us. For us, by us. Yeah. Oh, get out Juku. of here. They keep making all these different type of memes and the, the funny ones, the only ones that I remember, which again, you can't even say it out loud. But the first one is they had this here you go. They have this very effeminate guy who gets, he goes, what am I for the holidays? And he puts a bag out and he steps into it and looks at it. He goes, I'm a, and then the video cuts off and you kind of chuckle because you obviously know what I'm talking about, right? It's a rhyme. And then the one I saw, actually, no, I don't tell us. I'm actually good. The (laughs) one I, the one I saw yesterday, dude, that I just was in shock was it was, it was a African-American guy who goes into the bathroom and he's holding a stuffed, not Winnie the Pooh, but the, the tiger Tigger. And he has that on his head and he goes, what am I? And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Dude, I I couldn't believe it. I was like, Tigger on. I'm with the Aryan. Tell us. No, no, I, I yeah, actually, no, I, 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 no chance. I'm not, I don't use the N word anyways, but I was just like, Jesus Christ, man. TikTok is going hard on the paint. Hard in? Jesus. Uh, so no, I thought, but the whole, I, there's, there's been a bunch of other ones that you've seen. Like sometimes they use like Biggie and blunts and different things like that. 
So that that made me laugh very hard. Now, you texted me yesterday, the day before. I don't know how we were talking about holiday music. I'm curious on your full thoughts on holiday music because I'm a huge fan. You like like the Christmas channel, the Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is juice, Uh, whatever it is. I can't say juice. That's what gets a horrible look. You can't sing. You're horrible, man. I can sing and I'm dynamite. Go ahead. Anyway, Give me a bar of anything right now. What is your best song? That was my best song. That was no, terrible. Your sister likes Christmas music too. What kind of goyish house did you guys grow up in? Eggnog, the whole bit. Anyway, my office shares a wall with Saks Fifth Avenue. So every day at 4.30, the music comes blasting. <laughs> and, and I don't have a problem with Christmas per se, or Christian people. My problem more so is that they foist it upon you. They put, they rub your nose in it. it it's so in your face, the lights, the music, the pageantry, the, the songs, the whole bit. Jews are much more demure about our holiday. We, we don't insist that everybody partake or like, look at me, I've got Christmas. It, it's just so much with a giant tree. I don't get it. Do people wait in line in the freezing cold for hours to look at a tree? That's the whole event, just to look at a tree. Hey, it's a picture of me with a tree. It's got a few lights on it. Like, that's a thing. Like, that's an event. Did you see the tree this year? Every day I walk past it, twice a day. It's a tree. The 2020 Rockefeller Center tree looks like it caught COVID. Like, it looks unhealthy. They've given it a little zhuzh. They've given it a little how's your father. (laughs) I saw when they were bringing it, and I was like, that thing needs to go to the ICU or get a vaccine or something. I was there. I walked by the day they unfurled it. It was bare. I couldn't disagree with you more. Back to trees. Two seconds. Do you know what a Christmas tree costs? Because I found out on Saturday. I feel like they range. I don't know. Well, yeah, they do, but they're staggeringly expensive. In the wrong. Oh business. yeah, no, no. Like if it's a small one, twenty dollars a foot. That's bananas. It's so I was gonna say like fifty or sixty bucks, but yeah, more. I mean, you could probably jam them down a little, but they don't know to do that. All right, the they don't know to negotiate for trees. All right, I, would, I would be, I would be at that corner for hours fighting with that guy over every pine needle. Um, <laughs> I'll pay you by the needle. And maybe it's that you know Santa never came to my house. I, I, I don't have a I didn't love him growing up. Uh, I don't have a problem with Christmas. I mean, it's Spanish for more Christ. Christmas, yeah. he's great. But in general, I, I don't love that. That day. was terrible. Did you make that up? I don't know. Sure. Oh, oh and Jenna laughs, of course. God. Of course she does. She I knows what's know. funny. You know. But no, they just, I don't love the rubbing your nose in it, that it's everywhere. You can't like escape it. One of the videos that I made, I don't know if you saw, I posted. Did you hear that Santa is doing virtual Zoom chats this year? There's a whole company. It's Visit from the Clauses. $49 for five minutes with a private chat with Santa and Mrs. Claus. That's prostitute or drug dealer money. That's that's been insane. But $49 for five minutes. Dude, my take on that is if I am a parent. And my kids, I normally have to go to the malls, wait in the long line with all those people, the sad Santa. He doesn't smell good. $49 is a steal for that experience. Next year, if there, if I had kids and I was doing the mall thing versus an online thing, I'm definitely doing the online thing. It sounds like you're promoting phone sex. For just $10 a minute, you can talk to this broad. And- if the other option was going and waiting in a long line where like you had to sit there and then phone sex with the person while there or you could just do it like dude it's it's great uh, essentially phone sex or you know banging in public in the mall yeah i suppose <laughs> phone sex is possibly better but <laughs> i'm not banging at the mall but there's no comparison to 
virtual versus I'm just saying you don't get anything when you do it in person. It just sounds like, dude, I don't know about you, but I don't wait in lines. I am not waiting. Well, for no, this I, I cut lines. I find ways to cut lines. I'm a very good line cutter. I come from a long line of line cutters. My mom is an excellent line cutter. She sneaks up on you. She doesn't look like much, but next thing you know, she's at the front of the line and hey, Billy, how you doing? How's tricks? And like to weasel her way in. My, uh, my aunt Marlene, Amanda and Shelby's mom, when we used to come to New York City, she would go to that TKTS line in Times Square that would just wrapped on forever and ever. Yeah. And she would wander through the line looking for her husband until she got to kind of a place mm-hmm. and just kind of just camp out at the front and be like, hmm, all right, I guess I found him. Yes, he's like, not here. Right. No, I don't cut line. I don't, I don't, I was waiting on line to go feed, see Jenna. She was already in uh, Citarella, which for those listeners who aren't from the Upper West Side, it's a store in the Upper West Side that sells everything. There was a line to get turkey. I just walked in the exit. The people generally, the general rule of line cutting is the person who's guarding the line doesn't make enough to care. They just don't. Yeah, I so, guess it depends on how you react. I, I, so I had something happen the other day that I was going to tell you about. You own the place. I'm just saying that sometimes you just react and sometimes you don't. I was at Popeye's on the Upper West Side last week. And Excuse me? Love it. You're. I'm not doing this with you. Popeye's fried chicken sandwich is the tits. It is the best. It is absolutely the best. The line is almost out the door, dude. I'm in the back of the line and I have headphones on. I'm doing whatever. And there's like commotion behind me and people are turning around and looking. And I turn back and there is a big girl who is who she wants a piece of this guy. And she has her boyfriend holding her back like, no, 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 come on. You don't want to mess. No, no, it's okay. Let's just leave. And she has a drink in her hand. And this other guy's just standing there. has a bag in his hand. He's staying there. And then I look back and he just, boom, right across the face, knocks her out cold. Drink you goes flying. This could be a commercial for Popeye's. <laughs> Am I selling Popeyes right now? This is what they're selling. She is on the ground unconscious, right? And I just reacted. And I literally went up to the guy and just put my hand in front of him like, no, 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 no. Like, chill, 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 chill. Like, stop, stop, stop. And this guy turns around and he's he's on fire, dude. He's looking at me and he goes, why are you putting your hands on me right now? I was like, no, no, no. Like, I just- What are you doing? Just wait, go get your sandwich. The line was out the door. And like, I just watched this girl get knocked out cold and just reacted. Like, did I, I didn't grab him. I didn't, I literally put like my hand in front of him and like, I grazed his shoulder type of thing. I was like, no, 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 chill, chill, chill. Because I've seen these videos online where like, next thing you know, Jimmy Superfly Snooker from the top shelf is flying off and landing on somebody with an elbow. Popeyes. (laughs) (laughs) Da, 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 da. That's McDonald's. Dude, I'm I'm just saying, this guy was in my face and I was just like, I I definitely bitched out. I was like, no, 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 like, I I don't want it. No, no, it's okay. And he kind of just went his way. And yes, I waited to get my sandwich. And Samanda, it was fantastic. That doesn't doesn't happen at Chick-fil-A. They're not allowed in. We're not allowed in. Your guy in the little bag isn't allowed in. There's a lot of rules with Chick-fil-A. Dude, I just reacted. Like, everybody I've talked to, and the same way, they're like, there was no reason for you to do anything. I was like, I just watched this guy knock this girl out cold. Like, I I was just afraid of what was going to happen. And you're right. The person who guards the line, it's their fault it happens ray rice could have used a guy like you in his corner god terrible too soon speaking of chick-fil-a segue to did you see the trailer commercial thing for kfc no is it a movie trailer yes 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 Yes. lifetime i believe it's december the 12th is dropping a 15 minute I watched Zero Lifetime. This went viral, and you're the idiot who doesn't know about it. No, it's on 40. Lifetime is putting out this, I think it's like a 15-minute movie, where it's it's called A Recipe for Seduction. And it's kind of like a psycho killer thriller, whatever. And then at the end, you hear like, and we have a new chef. And then the person who comes over is Everly Dashing Mario Lopez, who is 
47 and looks fantastic to this day. No homo. He has a massive knife in his hand and they go, I'm the new chef, Harlan Sanders. A recipe for, this is a real thing, dude. This is all over the internet. What do you do with your days? I don't know. I watch a lot of sports. I have a kid. I I sort of work. I I, I go in every day. I listen to Christmas music at Saks and get angry. I don't know. I don't live on Facebook and, and the TikTok and the Instas. People sent this to me. Multiple group threads. I sent promise this to you, me. Ron Katz has never seen it, nor has Barry Katz, you know, Esquire <laughs> seen it either. <laughs> Although he will get the colonel off when he commits a crime. I'm not a fan of KFC anyways. And I've been trying to come up with like a clever joke in my head of, you know what the sequel to this is? Is Popeye the Sailor Man jumps out, punches out Harlan Sanders and goes, guess what? My chicken's better anyway. Yeah, and then you'll break it up. And then go to Boston Market, which I actually liked. I like BM. BM is fantastic. BM? Yeah, bowel movement. It's not what it's called. Exactly. <laughs> Your mother called it. Did you make a BM today, Alan? <laughs> Was it a nice hot one? That's always my accent I give to my mother, even though she sounds nothing like that. They all do that. They all sound like that. I know that normally towards the end of the show, we do uh, what chafes my inner thigh. I know you kind of already gave yours. Yeah, Christmas. I actually like Christmas songs, but my big beef, there's really not that many great Hanukkah songs specifically done by famous people. When we were coming back from Maryland, we were doing, Julie and I were doing this where we tested each other. We put on a holiday song and then we, it was usually done by somebody else, you know, and then we say, do you know who this is? And she put on classic rock for me. So I had to kind of guess it. You listen to a couple seconds of it and you're like, that kind of sound. And then there's like one note that you go, oh my God, that's Queen, Freddie Mercury. And she's like, it is, it's Freddie Mercury singing Jingle Bells. And then she did another one. It was Rod Stewart. And then when it was her turn, I did a lot of pop ones slash Julia loves that like my chemical romance like all those stupid punk bands so i did a whole playlist for her too my big gripe is why did elvis or never do a hanukkah song because he's goyim yeah but most you know, get like elvis singing dreidel 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 or like the spice girls singing i like latkes lots of latkes it's just not gonna happen you're telling me that they couldn't pay Elvis some nominal amount of money to have him, you know, music industry. Is that how you're saying is going to pay this? Your Elvis is not terrible. I'll be honest. Who's they? Goyim buy records. We're going to stand tower records and negotiate Elvis sings the Hanukkah hits. You would listen to that album. I have coin in two seconds, but I wouldn't buy it. I'd listen to it in the store and say, yeah, I'm good. I, I get it. But I guess you could get like the, the Jews of like Barry Manilow to do it or like the blonde guy in Bon Jovi who plays the keyboard. You a fan of I'm not a fan of Lowe, no. Nowadays, maybe we don't catch an artist in their prime, but you know DMX is doing not a whole lot of anything. That I, I'd buy. Dude, DMX I DMX sing Hanukkah hands, I would buy. Talk about dreidel. Hur, hur. Spin that dreidel. Gimbal dollar. Hey, hur, hur, hur. I would listen to that all day. Yeah, all day. That's fantastic. <laughs> it just got me thinking that would be a great idea. Well, you got to get like Jews, but not like Montes Yahoo. He's, he's too Jewy. Like what other Jews are there that are successful? Like, I, I don't know. Who's That's all the guy I got from Counting Crows is a nice Jewish boy. And he's got Adam Duritz? Yeah, I think he is. And uh, the guy from Maroon 5 with Adam Levine. He could do some Hanukkah stuff. I think he's a fake Jew. I don't is think he? he's, yeah, I don't know if he's real Jewish. I mean, you could double check him too if you want. That is quite all right, sir. So the other the other thing <laughs> I wanted to ask you about, Shanda. he's covered. It was a Shanda. Zaki, hmm. some of my friends are doing fundraisers for the holidays. Do you make your kid no, do pass. that? Not, not donating. Oh, I thought you were hitting me up for money for their half marathon that they didn't run. <laughs> I don't get that, donating for somebody to go run. 
You want to go Dude, run a marathon, go run a marathon. But the best meme ever, the, the best meme ever is it's, it was like an Asian guy where it says, you know, 13.1 for the half marathon. And it goes, why you stop halfway? <laughs> Little do Dickie make, is definitely Jewish. Good call, Aryan. Do I make my kid do any fundraising? Yeah. No, I'm not going to make them go door to door and hit my not hit my door friends to door. Up. No, your friends and family. That's not door to door. No, I'm not going to shake my friends down from my daughters, whatever. But what we do make her do, which I had to do also, is donate either. I had to do eight toys. We make her do more than that because she gets some room. Donate stuff she doesn't use anymore to charity before Hanukkah, so that she has a we have room for new stuff. But b so she can make someone else's holidays like less fortunate people come true. So we do that, which is, you know, nachas. I'm not going to make my friends donate money to her. I, yeah. I don't believe in shaking down people. I get you. I was... Which means, I, don't, which means everybody don't ask me for money. It's not happening. I saw something online, like somebody was selling those Joe Corby pizzas. Did you guys have that up here? I have no idea what Joe Corby pizza is. It sounds terrible. We had it in Maryland. It basically is like frozen pizza that they do fundraisers for. Ilios was the shit. Ilios is great. Ilios I get, was great. I get pop-ups for Ilios. But what I'm talking about is it's basically like a pizza like fundraiser. Pop-up ads or pop-ups? <laughs> I pop up and get pop-up ads. I see. So somebody posted something on their Facebook and I saw it like with one eye open. And the first thought that came to my head was, you know, these pizza fundraisers or whatever you're selling, it's kind of like a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how it feels, right? Yeah. It's nonsense. You're overcharging for something you would get anyway. And then you're giving that money to a third party who is either giving it to kids in Africa or probably keeping it. With, uh, with I mean, all these pyramid schemes, though, the product is irrelevant. I mean, essentially, it's all about money. You know, I have my Facebook is littered with people that are promoting makeup or diets or whatever. Shape oh, whatever I it, hate anyone who does Rodan and Fields enough. It's nonsense. It's like lipstick on a pig. I, I don't want to see you. you. You're before and after. You look terrible in both. You look beautiful in both. Whatever. <laughs> I am not buying your your Avon, your Rodan, your none of it. I don't care what color or what level you are at. That you're gold member, platinum member, top of the pair. Not nonsense. It's bilking your friends out of money that they could go to Sephora and buy for cheaper and. and not at Sephora. Well, I don't know what the makeup stores. The place at the mall, fine. Whatever the non-Sephora, the kiosk at the mall that the non-spoiled brat Jews go to. It, it um, is weird, though, because I'm with you. It's so crazy that people don't realize that it's just one big pyramid scheme. Like, all these things, it's the product is irrelevant. I don't care what the product you're selling or moving. It's all about money goes from here to here, and it gets funneled slowly towards the top, and then they kick back a little bit for your school or some BS, you know? So what pyramid scheme are we going to do this week? We got to hit up the, the whole comments group. We got to hit them up. I don't know. Comment for whatever pyramid scheme you want to you want us to get into. Open the two of us. I guarantee you, we could sell it. <laughs> it sure is not your singing. I'll tell you that much. No, fine, not my singing. But and UNICEF too. I'm not going to go find a penny. Who has a penny on them? It's insane. Where does that even go? The other but, day, I was I was at Dunkin' Donuts and I you know switched my order last minute and the guy had already rang my card and I said wait 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 I was like hold on what's the difference in price here and he goes let me unregister that he basically wanted to cancel the transaction and then do another one and I said back you didn't punch you out like in Popeyes I said what's the difference in cost we're talking right now and he goes you're gonna end up owing two cents more and I reached in and grabbed two cents from the take a penny give a penny and he looked at me like you're really gonna do that you're really gonna I'm like. I can't believe you're really sitting here get busting my balls over $2. Those pennies have been there since 1984. Yeah. Those things like stuck to the tray. They're so old. <laughs> Dusty penny. The thing so costs more to make than to spend. 
So, so Zach, mm-hmm. normally at the end of these episodes, we like to do some trivia. Now, I yeah, think sure. you're going to enjoy our trivia. This is meant more for you than anybody else, but if anybody else wants to play along, great. I love stand-up comedy. I've been a little bored the last week or so. I just binge-watched Showtime, did a five-part documentary on the Comedy Store out of L.A. It's amazing. You see the beginnings of Freddie Prince and Letterman and Leno and Pryor, and then you see the evolution. Senior Kid- Junior? Senior. Nobody cares about Freddie Prince Jr. I do. I've got a poster of him behind me. So you see the evolution of you know Carson and The Tonight Show. A great, great, great documentary. I don't know how much you know about the Comedy Store, but the lady who ran it, Mitzi Shore, God rest her soul, had a famous son, obviously, who I know you're very familiar with. I love his work. Well, today we're going to be testing your knowledge on Paulie Shore's best work. So let me, essentially, I think you would agree with me. Paulie Shore had five good movies. I disagree. They all, you're out of your mind. I'll add one more to the equation, but in order, it was Encino Man in 92, Son-in-Law in 93, In the Army Now in 94, Jury Duty in 95, and Biodome in 96. Agreed? Yes, those are fantastic movies. Those, he was on top of the world for those four years, essentially. And he was great playing himself in Entourage. Sure. He also was in like some other episodes of like Hell's Kitchen. The other movie that I will give him credit for was he was in the Goofy movie where he basically just plays the weasel, like the same guy that he plays in everything, you know? No weasel, the Jehus. So I am going to be testing you today on the name of the character in those movies. So here's what I'm going to be doing, Zach. I'm just going to be, I gave you the five movies in the order that they came out. I am going to give you the name of the character and I'm going to do alphabetical order. You have to tell me what movie it was. Are you ready? Yeah. Number one, Bones Conway. In the army now. That is. I mean, I think. That is correct. (laughs) Number two. His brother was a pool boy. (laughs) Number two. Bud McIntosh. Bud McIntosh was Encino Man. No, um, it was not Encino Man. No, 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 no. no. Bud McIntosh. So your choices in order is Encino Man, Son in Law, Jury Duty, Biodome. Biodome. It is definitely Biodome. Even though I kind of helped you out there a little bit. Number. Who were the girls in Biodome? They were hot. It was uh the one who kind of looks like Renee Zellweger, but not you know the one who yeah. was in Empire Records, but not Joey Lawrence. Yeah, I think so she's Empire Records was, was Renee Zellweger, but oh. no, no, the girls in the Biodome they were hot, not they the were, girlfriend. Yeah, like the redhead and whether I don't think they ever became anything. I mean, they didn't become anything. They were still hot. Number three, Crawl. C R A W L is the name of the character. What movie? Crawl. That's all. That Encino Man, Son-in-Law, Jury Duty is what you're down to. I, I guess it's it's Son-in-Law. Correct answer is son-in-law. Good job, Zach. And the last two, I'll give you both of them and you can figure it out. I have Stanley Stoney Brown and Thomas Thomas B. Tommy Collins. uh, Jury duty. Tia Carrera was great in it. You and I have joked about that movie a lot. The dog watching Jeopardy is hysterical. Fantastic. All of it. It's great. Non-recyclables. Non-recyclables. Then when you do Stanley Tucci, he pokes him in the throat with the piggy. That is one of my favorite movies. I told you today, we were talking about something. I said, like, dude, I think The Air Up There is one of the best movies I've ever seen. As far as one of my favorites, Jury Duty is also in my top 10 of just, like, all-time favorite movies. It's a good movie. I loved it. So I'm glad you got those trivia. I told you I'm not making it too hard. It was a little bit of a, excuse me, mix and match and do whatever you want. Very good. I usually give my guests or whatever you want some time to plug stuff, but last time you berated me, so I'm not going to ask you for your. I should have jumped on you hard there. Uh, I want, as you say, hard in the paint. No, I have nothing to plug. Uh, 
Hanukkah. Love it. Christmas. Very good. Hate it. Not into it. Kwanzaa? I Christian people. Neutral. It's fine. I don't get it. <laughs> he got so defensive. Neutral. 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 It's I it. don't get it. It's new, but I don't have a problem with it. It's fine. I, it's really never been properly explained to me. I haven't taken the time to read about it, I'll be honest. I would love someone to give me like the elevator pitch for what it is. But I'm happy that Introducing it's there. to an elevator pitch. Very nice act. What about <laughs> new? <laughs> um, like, I can't have that on, on in the air. I need a job one day. Um, but no, you. Um, I, I would have no problem with it. It's fine. It's good. Let them have it. I'm not anti-new holiday. It's not festivus. It's real enough. It's as real as Hanukkah and Christmas. I mean, who knows if those things happened? <laughs> Uh, it's the miracle of light, Zaki. Well, but somebody did explain Hanukkah to me in a very real way. It's like your cell phone being on 10% battery for eight days. I said that to you, actually, but thank did you, you. That was you? I didn't make it up. I saw it online. I thought but that yeah. was like one of my Jewy sisters. That nah, was me. Sorry, buddy. Can I say Jewy is an adjective on this thing? I use it a lot, I think. Chewy, like a granola bar. Sure, why not? I am chewy. Uh, all um, right, people. We're wrapping up this episode. I appreciate all the comments from everybody. Ian, Arian, Amanda, Al. Ian is true Jewish. Okay. Yeah, great. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're downloading the episodes. Hit the like button. Follow us on, we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. We have a YouTube page. I'm having a lot of fun doing this. I hope you're having some fun. You get a little bit of laughs. Not everything could be Jesus end tables and P as in pterodactyl, but it's a we good time. We'd be with you on big. <laughs> At least something with you is big. That's nothing there. Yeah. All right. Daddy loves you. Mwah. We out.